Welcome to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. I'm your host, William Cheshire. Join me in learning about optimistic solutions to some of society's problems as we interview entrepreneurs, small business owners, and employees, among others, working to provide solutions and bring positivity into the world. It's the Talking Solutions Podcast, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about a brand new platform that is built for a space centered around women. It is called Own a Trail. It's a platform for women to visualize and navigate their paths through life in a very interesting aspect. And we have the co-founder and CEO with us today to talk, Ms. Rebecca Bastian. And Rebecca, how are you? I'm great. Good to be here. Rebecca, thanks so much for coming on the show and, and for giving us an opportunity to learn more about Own Trail. It's something that kind of was intriguing to me. Uh, it was a kind of a mutual friend that kind of put us into connection and uh, showed me that your solution was pretty interesting and pretty cool for society as a whole. So with that being said, Rebecca, why don't you just give us a quick insight overview of what it is that Own Trail does and, and what its purpose is? Yeah, so Own Trail is a platform where women visualize and navigate our life paths. Like you mentioned, it's a space centered on women and anyone that is comfortable in that space is welcome. We're sharing our journeys that are where we've been and also where we aspire to in a way that is much more real than what you might see on like LinkedIn or social media. It's not just the highlight reels or the the wins and end results, but it's really like what have we navigated and what do we really aspire to? And then there's a very vibrant community on top of that that is helping each other reach those aspirations and and navigate what we're working through right now. And it's been really amazing to see the way that women are supporting each other and showing up and taking up space on their own terms through Own Trail. Yeah, that's very cool. So how long has the company been started and been going and what type of feedback are you getting from some of the, the newer users and whatnot? And just tell us a little bit about how it's been working to this point. Yeah, we have been live for two years, actually. So we're not brand brand new, although it's still in the, the kind of early startup phase. And have been it's been really incredible what we've been hearing from the community from the beginning and then even more so as we grow, which has been, you know, through word of mouth, but as we keep building out more ways for women to really be showing up and, and supporting each other. It's I think it's really needed. You know, we're we're at this time where I think everyone's really kind of sick of the <laughs> the the highlight reels or the kind of picture perfect facades out there in the world. And, and we're tired of trying to cleanly compartmentalize our lives into these like personal and professional buckets, which, you know, isn't really how it works. And so I think our, you know, we launched right when the pandemic was hitting, which was kind of wild, but I think the timing was really right in terms of needing a space like this. And so I've never had this experience before where there's like a community that just loves and supports what we're doing and, and reaches out to get involved and, it's really amazing. It makes it really, really fun when you're building with your community in that way. Yeah, exactly. There's a couple of things that I want to touch on that you talked about that I thought were really interesting points kind of on that front. Um, you know, you mentioned the the difference of the highlight reel, the LinkedIn, the Instagrams, you know, and everything. And that's only, you know, getting really pushed to the forefront even faster now with video and stuff. And everybody wants to do promotional stuff. And it's always kind of positive. Look at me. This is great. You know, and it's not really representative of a real life personal journey. Right. And so that's what I think is really interesting on their front. So where did you kind of get that idea and when did you kind of get inspired to say, hey, you know, we need to be be more authentic, especially in this in the space for women instead of just, you know, hey, look at me, 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 me type of culture that we're kind of in right now. 
well, before this, I was at Zillow for 15 years. I was VP of product and then VP of community and culture there. And I think I've always been someone that just kind of says yes to random coffee meetings with people I don't know. And so I've had a lot of conversations and there was, there's these really clear themes around, you know, especially with women feeling like we need to know where we're going and how we're going to get there and feeling like we're getting it wrong. And it's not surprising because, you know, we look around and, you know, we see all these kind of fabricated, perfect linear paths. And so it does feel like you're getting it wrong when, when yours doesn't look like that, even though the reality is that very few of them actually are, if any of them are like that. And so just, I just kind of felt this need to be shouting out, like, you can't get it wrong because there's no right. There's no one right path, right? And I wrote a book actually is what started this. I wrote a book called Blaze Your Own Trail. That is, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Choose Your Own Adventure books, but it's that format. So you make a decision at the end of each chapter, which tells you what chapter to go to next. So there's all these different paths and 19 different endings in the book. And it's exploring the different decisions and pathways that women take through our personal and professional lives in a way of um, you know finding solidarity in the fact that all of these twisty, turny <laughs> experiences or obstacles are not actually as, you know, we're not alone in them, even though, you know, we might be led to believe that because they haven't been normalized and people don't talk about them. But there's really solidarity in the fact that we're all going through a lot of these things. And also just confidence in knowing that, like, we're going to hit obstacles, but we can make it through. And I wrote that book with that kind of goal in mind. And then after I'd signed with my publisher and was waiting for the book to come out, I started first thinking about, you know, what I thought would be a really cool book launch website. But then my product background ended up having so much bigger ideas than just just that and really thinking about some big problems to be solving around you know the the systems that can sometimes hold women back and so own trail was born out of that i met my co-founder katie around that time and an rvp of engineering carolyn i'd known for a long time and she um the three of us quit you know corporate executive jobs that we loved in order to, <laughs> to build this out and so that's really what drove it and it was definitely like a we can't not do this kind of a feeling by the time we went for it. Also, that means the passion's there, right? That means the passion was there. Like, oh, we have to go through and get this done, right? I certainly hope for founders that the passion's there because <laughs> you know, founding a startup is a lot of work. And if you don't have that passion that just like keeps you going every day, like this is the most important thing I could be doing with my life, then it seems like it could get exhausting otherwise. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to make it very far, I don't think. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly that. But Rebecca, I wanted to ask because, or you know, you've mentioned this a couple of times, you know, why is it that you think that outlining and visualizing your own personal path is such a positive experience for a person in an individual? Um, I think a lot of people, and again, this is kind of my own perspective and experience, I think it's hard for a lot of people to kind of sit down, whether it's journaling, writing, or doing anything they can to kind of visualize that path. And it kind of can get overwhelming. So what is it that you think is so good about actually having a place where you can visualize and document and see kind of your own path that makes it such a positive experience for that person and really helps them feel better uh, just about themselves in general. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few reasons. It's, I think that sometimes just the power of reflecting on where we've been makes us realize how much we've not just accomplished, but made it through, which is an accomplishment, right? And so like, sometimes, you know, I've heard from a lot of women who are like, God, I didn't feel like I'd done very much. And then when I look at my trail, I realize I've actually done a lot and I'm really proud of it. So there's like a sense of pride of, of listing it out. There's also, you know, when, when you look at things in this way, and I'm, I love visual kind of 
data and storytelling. <laughs> so it's it's definitely my my way of processing a lot of things. But when you look at it this way, you can start to recognize patterns. And some of those patterns are things like, wow, that's that's something I do that really serves me. And so being conscious of that so that you can, you know, carry it forward with you. And there's some patterns that are like, that hasn't been serving me. How how might I leave that behind and try something new? And so there's there's definitely insights that come from that kind of reflection too. And then lastly, I think it's just we can either tell our narratives ourselves on our terms in the way that art is true to us, or someone else could tell it for us and it might not be accurate, you know? And so, or even like the way that we tell it or the, you know, like I, I have my, my LinkedIn is all very accurate. It's true. And it tells, you know, actually my LinkedIn looks like a very impressive linear career journey and stuff. Right. But it doesn't really tell you who I am. It's not really the full me or the, the full story of how I've navigated things and how I've gotten to where I am. And so like, I think there's just power in being able to authentically share where we've been on our terms and in the way that's true to us. Well, I see it really a lot too is, is inspirational. And I, and I definitely want to dive into the community aspect as well, because I, I think that's uh, going to be something that's going to be really beneficial in that sense too. But, you know, I just think it's it's inspirational. Like you said, for the example, the person that you use where it was, oh, I didn't think I made it that far. And then you actually sit back and you reflect and then you actually can visualize and say, oh my goodness, I was right here at this time. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, as humans, we always kind of have, uh, we always create problems in our moment, right? In our mind, like you may be a hundred times ahead of where you were 10 years ago, but you might feel the exact same in terms of where you were 10 years ago, just with a different set of internal issues that you're dealing with. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with the reflectiveness of looking back and realizing how far you come and seeing that kind of unique path as well. So I think that that's a really cool feature that you kind of kind of have incorporated into that is I feel like reflection is just so unique and cool um, and seeing that journey. How do you think that people uh, have been using it? Like what types of things have they been saying? Like you've mentioned the whole LinkedIn and kind of seeing this facade and, and you know, whatnot, like here or a resume in an old traditional sense, like here's my linear journey. I've done this and this, but you know, you, you didn't see all the hours of work I've put in or all the errors and failures I've made to, to learn from and whatnot as well. So how are, how are, how are people kind of seeing that? And is it something that's kind of new and that they're learning from that sense? Or is it something that they just haven't really been aware of yet? Well, you know, like we were talking about, there's a lot that you can kind of learn about yourself, which is an ongoing process. Like we all have a lot to unpack in terms of the the labels that have been maybe put on us or that we've internalized and, um, or even just like the way we kind of recite our bios. Like we're used to kind of saying who we are in this very kind of like neatly packaged way. And that's been what's been acceptable. And so like, even for me as, you know, the person who has been (laughs) building this and like, you know, the idea for the trail like was born in my brain and I've been working on this for two years and I'm still realizing things about myself and unpacking things and, um, and, you know, learning about myself as I go, (laughs) which is an amazing experience, you know? And so there's so much there, but there's also a lot in seeing the trails of other people too. Like, I think that both in helping us be more open, like we see, we have different metrics that we look at that kind of indicate trust and authenticity on an trail. And those keep going up over time. And I think what's happening is like, obviously we're, we're building very intentionally to basically do the opposite of what social media does to you <laughs> in terms of the way that you're, you're interacting and, and showing up. So that's intentional. But I think also what's happening is as we see other people sharing really vulnerable, authentic things and asking for help, which is a very vulnerable thing to do and, and giving help and like the, the deep 
connections and sharing that are happening and just learning about the different paths to, to these different points, that is really inspiring also. So it's our own journey, but it's also the, the power of the collective journeys that are being shared in the way that you know, the shared experiences and identities that, that can bring us together or that are, you know, meaningful, beautiful differences. And that's where that, the beautiful part of the community aspect comes in as well. So how does that work on the, uh, the web platform when you are on there? So can you kind of visualize anybody, any other user's journey? Do they need to make it public? Can you message them if you're inspired by their journey, or maybe you have a similar path and you want to connect on some level? How does that kind of work from a community community aspect? We're all about agency over what and how you're you're sharing on on trail. And so women can use their their real full first and last name if they want to, or they can use like just their first name or they can use an anonymous screen name. So different ways of showing up there, which you know, because the connections on OwnTrail are around shared experiences and not necessarily like, I'm going to go try to get the most friends or followers possible or find the people I already know kind of thing. The name's not as important there. So that's one level of privacy and agency. The other one is that you can choose to make, a, like, so a trail is a series of interconnected milestones and each milestone can either be private so that only people that you're explicitly connected to can see it or viewable by the whole OwnTrail community. So for private ones, you choose who you can send someone a connection request and then they can accept it. So double opt-in connections. And then once you're connected to someone, they can see your private milestones and you can private message with them. So there's a lot of ways to kind of make the experience what feels comfortable to to you on the site. Right. And that's exactly what I was going to kind of lead into next was it sounds like it's a it's an it's a platform and it's an opportunity for people to kind of just do what they want with it. I mean, it sounds like if you want a completely privatized experience and you just want to reflect on your own journey and make your own path. You can. It sounds like if there's a place where you want to create connections with people who have shared experiences as you, it sounds like you can as well. So I think that's a pretty cool. So uh, what was it kind of behind that mindset where you wanted to make sure that it could be both like individually tailored and then also in that community vibe and feel? Because like you said, it is much different than other platforms like that where it's social. It's, you know, hey, oh, I need more followers. I need more likes. I need more X and X, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really like we've done a lot of examining what creates a lot of the kind of winner take all or popularity contests or all the things that happen kind of on, on traditional social media. And for example, our, our likes, which we call appreciation, are private. Like you're not trying to show have the most likes or, you know, <laughs> or like the number of people you're connected to is private to you. Right. So it's the it just makes the the reasons for doing things a little different right you're doing it for yourself like everything that you're doing on entrail is for you and that's important and we've been building with our community from the beginning like we we are in touch with so many of our community members and we just have ongoing conversations and we learn about how people want to be using entrail i think there's this kind of traditional way of building a company where the the company's like we know what you need this is how you're going to use it you know we're <laughs> <laughs> we're the experts on it. And I think that's very arrogant and misses a lot of amazing opportunities. So we've, you know, from the beginning, just had the mindset like OwnTrail is the framework. It's it's the base to share and reflect and connect and make progress, right? But what makes it is the trails, is the community members. And so, you know, we're building with them and, and learning. So like, for example, the the milestone level privacy, that was something from our community that we learned was really important to them. And so we implemented it. And there, we have a lot of examples like that, where I think when you when you stay open to ideas like that, you build something way better. 
Agreed. Community driven, right? I mean, it's for the user, right? The product is for for the user, um, which you know we shouldn't even really call them users, I guess. But that's we my tech background users. talking. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my tech background talking. But I love it. That's so good. That's so good. More companies need to be more focused on what their community is giving them back to and everything like that. I mean, I know companies a lot of times will always claim to do that and do so, but like you said, so often than not, you just kind of get a random email that's like, "Hey, we are making this change in update," you know, and you're like, "What?" you know, out, out of nowhere. So I think that that's really cool kind of how you've done that as well. So I guess Rebecca as well. I mean, some people might be wondering why is it that you just focused solely kind of more on uh, women for the most part versus like everybody as a whole? Yeah, I mean, so most products are built with a very kind of masculine skew. They might be for all genders, but you know, I think women are not centered in, in most products that exist and it shows, right? And so there are a lot of systemic issues that particularly impact women. And we know that having a centered space and very importantly, an intersectional space is really key to creating a lot of the dynamics around trust and safety. And so starting, starting with that space that's centered on women was really important to us. When I look far into the future, I see a world where everybody has a trail and everybody's able to really navigate life on their terms with that. And as we grow in scale, eventually we will through you know, a, a very intentional way of centering the different identities that we hold, be able to expand to all genders. But in order to start it as this um, space that's focused on women has, has been a really important part of our strategy. And it's not limiting either with women being 50% of the population. There's, there's a lot of potential there in terms of who we're, we're able to, to serve um, just right out the gate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and in terms of breaking down a niche, you certainly still have quite a large, a large audience to cast to at the moment. So I think you're just fine there on that front. Don't think you need to worry there. Tell us a little bit more, Rebecca, if you could just kind of about the features and how the product, you know, really kind of works, you know, as as somebody who is using the app and, and is on there, you know, we talked a little bit about things that they can do to interact with other people as well. But just kind of take us through that brain process of, okay, how do I register? How do I sign up? How do I get in? Where do I go to do all these things? And, you know, if I'm a woman or somebody who's, you know, uh, really centered in that space, you know, how can I get signed up? How can I log in? And what types of things can I do? What type of support do I get um, from the team and things of that nature as well for the product side? So you go to ownshell.com and you can start by, sometimes people like to start by seeing the trails that other people have shared to get an idea of, you know, what is a trail and um, and what kind of things are people sharing? Because, you know, like I mentioned, there's there's kind of a, an unpacking experience to how I'm used to being asked to show up in these neat little boxes versus what it feels like to show up as full human with all of the, the different parts of me. Um, so sometimes seeing other trails is a helpful way to get started. And you can do that by clicking explore trails in the top nav. Um, and then when you're ready to share your trail, you just choose create a trail from the top navigation or the homepage. And that will take you through the process of creating an account and a profile. And with the profile, the like I mentioned, the, the only thing that's required is the screen name. And so you can have that be anonymous or you can share as much about you and the identities you hold as you would like to. And then you create your trail one milestone at a time. So um, the milestones have kind of broad categories that they fit under fit under categories and subcategories and then you can choose to make each milestone private or viewable by the whole community 
And just basically, I always recommend starting with, you know, a few formative experiences in your life and, and going from there. You can always add more and rearrange the order and everything later. Share both where you've been and as a past miles, as past milestones, things that you're navigating right now as present tense milestones and things that you aspire to as aspirational milestones. And then if there's if any of the milestones are something that you could use help with from the community, you can add what's called a help beacon to that milestone. And that's basically like a bat signal to the whole own trail community. And it lets them know this is something, this is someone that could use help on this particular thing. And that could be anything from like, you know, advice on navigating experience to like looking for introductions or connections for certain opportunities to just, you know, looking for solidarity around something. Um, they really, run a huge range which is really cool and yeah and then you you publish your trail and you can um from there you can like i mentioned connect with other people whose trails inspire you or show them appreciation you can see who else needs help and give give them help right and have conversations about trails we do weekly reflection conversations to kind of help you continue building out your trail and reflect with each other so it's a really engaged community around that's really focused on making progress in our lives and not the kind of progress that maybe society is telling us we're supposed to be making. You know, it's not always the next rung on the career ladder or the next stage in a relationship, but it's progress in our terms, really where we want to be navigating. So yeah, that's that's kind of the overview of the feature set. And what we're really focused on right now is building out more and more features that really help you make progress on your terms. So, um, and, and more ways to be connecting and, and helping each other along the way too. Awesome. Yes, exactly. Taking it into your own path. Love it. Um, it does it cost any money for for user or uh, I'm always going to say users now, but now I'm like totally aware of it just through this conversation, but just like tech mind. And so I'm used to it. But do people need to uh, pay? Is there a pricing structure? Is it free? Kind of how does it work on that front? And um, we have some paid programming that for really leveling up the experience in terms of how you're able to reflect and connect. But the the core ability to share your trail and see the, the trails of others and um, you know kind of what I just listed out is is all free. Awesome. And then I want to talk about the future as well, because you've mentioned a couple of things and some feature iterations that you'd like to kind of develop in the future as well. So what is the plan for Own Trail? You know, what is your dream? What's your goal? What do you want to see Own Trail now, a year from now, five years, 10 years from now? And just kind of take us through that process. Yeah, totally. So, you know, we think of about the the different kind of parts of own trail is being visualize your life path navigate your life and then unlock opportunities and so you know visualizing is really around sharing your trail and seeing the trails of others right and with that right now we have each trail kind of individually but like i see this kind of neural network of life paths in terms of how they all fit together and intersect in a very kind of fluid way that um, is really powerful and um, you know and we'll we'll have more rich media around those experiences as well and so growing out that visualization piece more and navigation like I mentioned is really like the utility the tools the connections for making progress in our lives and there's so much we have huge ideas around how we can be you know building out so much more to to really both on an individual level and a community level make progress and um, keep moving forward in the way that we want to and then unlocking is really kind of where where your trail takes you even beyond own trail so you go to owntrail.com as a way of you know the visualization and the navigation of your life 
But then that trail is, it's basically, it can be the most authentic version of you in digital form. And so where can you take that? Like, does that, like, how can that maybe, you know, enhance or even eventually replace your resume? How can that be like what you're putting forward on your different social profiles? Um, you know, I like the way that you're connecting or introducing yourself to new friends or even like, you know, dating profiles or like all the different parts of your life. Like, how do you share this really authentic, holistic view of yourself to unlock all the opportunities around you? And so I see that you know, in its kind of most fleshed out form being the future that we're working towards. And like I mentioned, that becomes something for, for everybody. Everyone has a trail that, that they're really navigating and, and unlocking their potential with. That's so cool. Like I can envision in the, in the future as well, like, you know, you're 10, 15 years down, obviously you're, you're very new. I mean, it's been around for what two years for the most part, like you said, but I mean, imagine somebody who is, who has used this for, 15, 20 years, and they have just this giant trail, right? And then they've had all these branches and you can see it interconnected to be able to like, you know, well, who knows what's going to be like 15, 20 years to where tech is going. But in today's day, like, you know, you print that out and you can kind of like post that on a wall. It's like a, basically your life journey just kind of mapped out there and like all the significant events put in on this program. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just nerding out a little bit on it, you know, but I think that's just so cool how you could have you know, that, you know, decades down the line just like this really cool map of like here's where i was this is what i was doing and how here's where i am and isn't this like a cool thing because you talked about you know sharing it for jobs for resumes or anything like you know you could even share it to your kids or something like that right i mean family members i think that would be pretty cool like i would like to know like what my parents past journey was you know you get a lot of vague responses at least for my folks but <laughs> Um, it's pretty, it's pretty cool on that front. Do you kind of see, is, could people possibly use it in that way or am I just out of left field here? Oh no, totally. And I'm with you. I geek out on this stuff all day, every day. And a lot of the night too, I wake up with big exciting ideas. So no, the, the potential is huge. Like, you know, this is, you know, it's, it's our lives. It's huge potential, huge vision. And like all of what you just said and, you know, and what I was sharing, but also when you look at kind of the ripple effects of people doing this at scale, there's systemic change that comes from that, right? As we basically we're filling in the gaps in data that exist about women's lives from an intersectional standpoint right now. And there's huge gaps and that can change like the belief systems that are held about us and the decisions that are made and like the opportunities that unfold from that. So our, our vision is pretty massive when you when you start to think about both the utility and and functionality of own trail, but also the systems that it impacts as we grow at scale. Yeah, that's a really great point. Just about the systems. I mean, the the and you mentioned a resume things. You know, when you know one of the things that kind of popped into my head. And again, I'm speaking this from my perspective. Obviously, I'm not a woman and I've never experienced this, so I'm just kind of saying. But you know, from you know, you talk about the jobs and there's that stigma around there, like you know, with maternity leave and things like that, and productive levels and things of that nature as well. But now you kind of have this bind map and says like it's all these personal accomplishments and journeys and work and stuff, and you know, you show that to an employer, and I feel like that could be like a better way for them to actually understand what that process is like versus just the stigma that's already kind of out there. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, the empathy that comes from the yeah, totally like understanding what someone's real journey is. It really changes the the way that you view that person, I think for the better, but it also changes the way you view all people, right? The more that you're able to like get views into the, the very true, but sometimes not as comprehensive statement that like everyone's going through something that you don't know, right? That's true. But when you get to see that on an experiential level, it really changes the way that, that you're experiencing empathy. 
Yes, exactly. Which I think is really interesting and like a really great way to kind of expand it, like you said, in a social uh, aspect and systemically as well to kind of potentially change things too. You know, when it comes to, you know, empathy is a huge part of being able to understand people and being able to relate and, and all that good stuff. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of potential there as well. And uh, Rebecca, I do want to ask you uh, about the, the coin termed authentic. I brought it up a little bit earlier, but what is it exactly? How did you come up with it? And uh, how did you get written in articles about it and all this type of stuff? And um, yeah, just kind of tell me a little bit about how that progressed. Yeah, well, so authentic is a name that I gave to the type of company that own trail is, but also the type of company that apparently it turns out a lot of com a lot a lot of different founders are building. And it basically came from when I was fundraising for our pre-seed rounds, just noticing that there's a lot of boxes to check as a startup in terms of what type of company you're building. And I just really didn't feel like we fit into any of those existing boxes. You know, I think the the closest one that we'd probably check would be social media. And we really pride ourselves on being the antithesis to social media. So didn't really feel comfortable checking that one. And so I just started talking about, well, first of all, I love puns. So <laughs> I came up with that name, but I just started talking about this, this new type of company that's really, it's, you know, network driven and human centered, but in a way that is really values driven and doesn't commoditize people. And so I think, you know, most network effect social kind of um, companies traditionally have had advertising based business models. And that creates a whole cascade of product and business decisions that, that, you know, essentially are selling the people to the advertisers and creating a lot of really toxic dynamics in the process. And so with authentic companies, it's really about not commoditizing people, but, but very much centering them and growing communities. And, you know, as it turns out across a whole lot of different verticals and, and business models, but with that really core of like value and community centered. And so I started talking about it. I wrote a Forbes article about this idea for authentic companies because I, I write there quite a bit. And what happened was a lot of different founders started reaching out and saying like, hey, I've been looking for a word that describes what I'm building and this is it. You know, I'm, I'm an authentic founder as well. And so just kind of organically, I felt like enough people were, were kind of reaching out and saying that, that I just formed a little Slack community and we have about 150 founders in there right now that are all building different kinds of companies that, that really um, share these values. And then I started thinking about it would be really cool if we kind of had this authentic ecosystem where, you know, one of the shared experiences that a lot of these founders have is that raising funding is always a numbers game, but even more so, I think when you're building a really values driven business, like it does, it's not for everyone. It's not for every investor. And so I started creating this whole list of investors that were interested in authentic companies. And so now I send out this monthly deal flow to them. I think there's about a hundred investors on the list now of these are the authentic companies that are currently raising and just trying to create an ecosystem where we're all on the same page with what our values are and what we're trying to build and, and the way we're doing so and um and then creating opportunities to support each other from there and it's been it's been really cool and just totally kind of unplanned and organic but i could describe probably most of the cool things in my life that way too so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a nice thing to put on your own trail, right? Boom. Founder of Authentic started this movement and everything. So that's a great thing as well. I, I'm curious to see it. So um, whatnot. So I, I am interested to, you mentioned the investors and whatnot that are interested in it as well. I'm just curious from your own kind of experience, you know, what type of um, vibes have you gotten from 
investors or heard from other founders that are interested in the value tech kind of type thing versus the authentic type of things versus kind of the traditional kind of models as well. Because I think that there's a lot of things going on in the the VC investment world as well right now with some of these companies. And there's a bigger push towards kind of a social entrepreneurship style, style thing or an authentic versus kind of more a traditional model in the past and, you know, diversifying amongst founders and people that are being invested in too. So uh, have you been getting kind of good feedback from a lot of kind of the investors you've spoken to and then within that Slack community that you've talked about? Yeah, I've been able to make a lot of connections. People seem to, to really dig it. Yeah, like you said, there's there are a lot more investors whose thesis is doing well and doing good. And that's definitely authentic. It's you know, these aren't nonprofits. These, you know, these are venture skill companies that are, you know, that have an amazing growth trajectory ahead of them. They're just not going to reach it through any kind of growth at all costs kind of tactics, right? It's it's leading with values, but still, you know, being incredibly successful in in the long term. And so it's not surprising that there's demand for for those companies. I mean, I personally even like I do some small angel investments and I've and I've also invested as an LP in several funds and the funds that I invest in as an LP are ones that are leading with their values in terms of both the types of companies they're investing in and the types of founders they're investing in. And so I know I'm not the only one that cares about that. You know, I think a lot of folks do. And so it's really just kind of creating a much more efficient ecosystem to to make those connections. Absolutely. Yeah, I've definitely been seeing that um, kind of as well, which is the founders that I've been uh, speaking to and whatnot too, and just kind of a, the interest and peak interest for their kind of companies these days now from kind of an investment perspective too. But uh, Rebecca, anything that else that you would kind of like to add about Own Trail and about what it does and any information that you think uh, kind of needs to be out there that we may have missed throughout the conversation? I mean, I love that you asked me how it works because I got to go pretty deep on that, which is awesome. And no, I mean, it's just it's it's available for everybody to join and we grow through word of mouth so far. And so I think I would love for your listeners to both, you know, for people that feel comfortable in a women centered space to come on and share your trail and for everybody to reach out to the inspiring women in their lives and encourage them to do that as well. And to for anyone that that's looking for this kind of space to to show up and make progress on their own terms. We would love to get to know you there. Awesome. Yes. Uh, to support them on social media, sign up. If you aren't super comfortable with creating your own path and you're a guy or something like that, then you can at least go to support on social media, give a follow, engage a little bit, help create some brand awareness as well. And if you are comfortable in a women-centered space, then absolutely give yourself an opportunity to sign up on the Own Trail platform there on that front. Uh, Rebecca, what about the book? How could people uh, purchase the book? Can they get it at a, the bookstore, Amazon? What's a good way for people to, to buy your book and to blaze your own trail? It's available everywhere that sells books. If you go to onowntrail.com, there's a link in the footer about the book. And I have a list of some local bookstores that I love supporting on there to buy it from. And so that, but you can also just kind of go to wherever you like to buy books and it should be there. Awesome. Big proponent of the local books. If you can get to the local bookstore, but obviously, uh, you know, Amazon is convenient and whatnot as well. So the important part is getting the book in the process on that front uh, and going forward. But Rebecca, hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've really enjoyed the conversation and being able to learn a little bit more about how you're kind of helping people inspire themselves really and be inspired by others and to reflect and to improve their mental health and a great space for for women and, and an opportunity for for them to really have personal growth. I think it's a great thing what you're doing. Thank you so much. I love talking with you about it. 
Awesome. That is Rebecca Bastian. She is the co-founder and CEO of OwnTrail, joining this edition of the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. And of course, if you want to support, you can go to OwnTrail.com. You can sign up. You can follow them on social media. All their links are on there as well. And then, of course, we will have their links in our bio throughout the link too. So in case you want to come out and support them and create some brand awareness, interact, engage with the content, help that algorithm and whatnot going forward. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can go ahead, drop a review on Apple or even Spotify. Now Spotify's added that too. leave a comment or a like on YouTube as well on that front. And then of course, for more information, again, go to owntrail.com to learn more or buy her book, Blaze Your Own Trail, an interactive guide to navigating life with confidence, solidarity, and compassion as well. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the Talking Solutions podcast. I appreciate everybody out there that tuned into this episode, and I look forward to speaking with you next time. Thanks for listening to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode and you can find out more about our featured guests and their solutions on our Talking Solutions podcast, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channels as we focus on highlighting individuals providing solutions to social problems and bringing optimism to the world.